What's good, everybody? You're listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks with me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and my co-host, Trav and Rebellious D. How are you fellas doing today? Good, bro. Peach. I'm chilling. Yeah, peachy. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we peachy over here. Oh. Hey, you know what I, I heard mean? You want... Peaches and cream. Yeah, you. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, I, I hear you taking it back to, what, 2003? Uh, <laughs> maybe earlier, bro. Yeah, it might be I earlier think, I think middle uh, school. Yeah, yeah, 2003. That song came out, uh, yeah. 2000. We're, we old. We're old, man. He said 2003. Ooh. Christ, but, man. You know what it is, bro. You know, you got that 112, and uh, mm-hmm. it came out 2001. That's what I was saying. We was in middle school, bro. Dang. I thought it was 2001. You know what I mean? Mm. Green, that Dang. bad boy That's records. Like, no question. 2002. Yeah, I was in the seventh grade, 2001. Ah, dang, yeah, we're old. But yeah, anyway, man, <laughs> uh, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about the Netflix Christmas special, Jingle Jangle, as I like to call it, Jingle Jingle Jangle Jangle Jingle Jingle Jangle Jangle. I don't know, it's just something about that that uh, that I like saying. I like saying jangle because it jangle. reminds me of playing jangle. Jangling, jangling, jangling. But yeah, um. Are you guys ready to get into today's topic? Yeah. Of course. Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. We're all hey, Christmas is almost here. It's almost here. I can't wait, bro. Almost here, man. So uh I'm looking forward to this. I'm glad that we're doing today's episode. But before we get into today's topic, we have a message from our sponsors. Just a quick uh shout out to the sponsors today. Uh Golden Ink Tac 2. Found at 3109 Airline Boulevard, Portsmouth, Virginia, 757-465-1010. That's right. If you call over there and you tell them uh, leveling up banks, you know, you'll get that 10% off. Hey, that you goes a long some, way. Uh, some, yeah, hey, man, it goes a long way. Tell them, Trav. It goes a uh, real long way. Exactly. Tell them who they can hit up to get that tattoo at Golden Ink Tattoo. Uh, I'm gonna go with Denise and her crew. Oh. You got Denise? Let's go. Kid? Uh. Hey. Kane. Kane. Uh. We ain't talking about the big red machine. Kane spelled like Kanye, bro. Uh huh. Uh huh. So if you're interested in getting a nerd top two, head on over to Golden Ink Tattoo. Top two? <laughs> yeah. I, what did I say? Tattoo? I you said can, tattoo. You called it a tattoo. That tater tot tattoo. Tattoo. Nah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, hey, if you're interested in getting a tattoo, go over to Golden Ink Tattoo. That's right. So, that being said, we're rolling into today's episode, Jingle Jangle. Jingle Jangle, like I said, it is a Netflix holiday movie that was written and directed by David E. Talbert. Um, it came out November of this year. And it tells the story of a man named Jeronicus Jangle, who is an inventor and toy maker and owner of Jangles and Things. And the day that he receives the final component for his invention that'll change him and his family's life forever, his apprentice, uh, Gustafsson, steals his book of inventions and it ruins Jeronicus's life and he loses his motivation to continue to invent things. And it's like several years pass. And now he's a old grumpy man who now still owns the same store, but it's more of a, a shop that fixes clocks and, yeah. you know, other house like appliances and whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. Like a pawn shop. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, he ends up losing his, his wife. 
Lost, yeah, he lost to Mojo. He lost yeah, his magic. Shawn Michaels lost his, his sunshine. His smile. Oh, no. His smile. There you go. He lost his magic. Oh. Lost his magic. And and it is crazy how um, the magic he has in the movie. It kind of reminds me of the master builders from the Lego movies. Yeah. <laughs> but what he can invent with his mind and whatnot. Um, but yeah, like it. The movie it starts off really good. Like it starts off with a musical. You see, you know, we see uh, the queen, the beautiful Felicia Rashad, and she tells a story to her grandchildren about Veronica's Jangle and his story and how he loses everything, and then his daughter—not his daughter, his uh, his granddaughter Journey—how she comes into his life and she helps him get that magic back. Um, how did you guys feel about the movie, like going in, like when you see the the first opening to the transition to Jeronicus as a young man and him losing everything, losing his wife, losing his daughter, and the man that he eventually becomes? Trav, you want to take first on this one? Yeah, well, for me, I had been excited for this film probably a good two months before it came out from the trailer. Um, I thought the casting was really well done with the young Geronicus and his wife. Um, and of course, that's one of my favorite songs, This Day. Yeah, it's, Bro, that jank is lit. Yeah, Everybody it is. in the streets, they dancing, they yeah. singing. His place uh, uh-huh. looks like it's the place to be. Oh, oh you yeah. know what I mean? It, it definitely had a good setup for um, him having it all than thinking that he's going to take it to the next level and then losing everything that he's worked so hard for and then just becoming bitter, losing his wife and his daughter and just becoming bitter. I mean, it's a, um, for, on me, it's a, I think it's a great comeback tale. You know, you lose everything and being willing to dig yourself out of there with a little inspiration, you know, and it's, I think it's a very heartwarming film. It's great for the holidays and which it was made for. Um, you know, it's a it's a kind of like a he reminds me of kind of like a Geppetto. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, see that. I mean, so uh, I loved it. The casting. Um, there was a couple couple spots where I felt like uh, certain chemistry was just kind of disjointed. It could just be, uh, but it is on the child actor portion of it. But I mean, overall, man, uh, I I give it a eight out of ten, probably. You know, yeah. I mean, I, it's I see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just uh, as far as the music goes, amazing. Not quite a, a greatest showman level, but it, it's really, really good. Really good movie. Mm-hmm. So, the music was produced by John Legend. It's just like you know when John Legend touches something when it comes to music, like it's always fire. Mm-hmm. Like, oh every, yeah, everything that he's touched, and um, you know, he also written. He also written some of the songs for the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and I can't remember the other person. Uh, his name was Philip that had helped with the songs as well. But yeah, I mean, I I got the vibes from Geronicus, especially like once he got older, um, that it was like a Ebenezer Scrooge type deal, where it's just yeah. like you know he hated the world, he hated you know everything that happened because it's like his apprentice had stole his book of ideas and inventions and stuff. And it was, I want to say it was like, what, 20, 30 years, like Gustafsson, he was creating stuff, stuff that, like, you know, he he couldn't create on his own because he was a horrible inventor. Mm-hmm. And, and, he... and Geronicus was going to 
you know, teach him the way. Yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah. was going to teach him, like, to become a, a better inventor. But, you know, Gustafsson, is, he just wanted to, you know, he wanted everything handed to him instead of, like, actually learning and honing his craft to become <clears throat> a inventor. I mean, the thing is, he actually stole a book of inventions. He wasn't making anything himself. Yeah. He stole a book from him that had everything, like his blueprints in it. And when yeah. it ran out, that's essentially why he, you know, when it when the well dries up, he went some, He went back to see if there was more water. That's right. So, you know, and that's I, unfortunate. Let me ask you this, though. At the, mm-hmm. fast forward to the end of the movie, um, Gustafson gets arrested. Yeah. Yep. And now he's sitting in prison and he's working on his original invention. Original invention. Yep. Yep. Let me ask you this. Who's sitting in prison because they stole a book? Well, get, I de- Trav, it depends on what you stole in it, man. If you book, go out and you hey, but if you go out and steal an architect's floor plans and it's got his signature all over it, bro, they call it something. And they yeah. will put you away. I'm I sure. I mean, can you though? I mean, if you go to Stephen King's house and steal what he's working on, and his his fingerprints are all over it, they'll probably lock you up. I mean, I I get where you know the reason why he got locked up because when you think about it, he went to Geronicus's place with yeah. the cops to arrest him. Yeah, uh-huh. he was just, that he said, he said, "Hey, like he stole my invention. Like mm-hmm. you know, I, I got the blueprint right here and whatnot." So they were ready to arrest him and mm-hmm. when it to find out that it's just like no like you stole from us they press charges it's just that i don't think that they showed all of that in the movie that it's just like yeah we're pressing charges against him but you think man this man screwed me over for all these years i'm not letting him get i'm not letting him go away i did kind of think that that was going to happen yeah, like when he too. he was just like hey here's your uh i want i was going to give this to you but you left too early yeah and it was the component that he needed for his invention but it's crazy that after all these years, the first invention that Gustafsson had made, it's like it was still um, a failure. You know, after all those years, he was just like, yeah, I'm going to go back to the beginning and, you know, create the the invention that I created when I was younger. And like, you know, mm-hmm. it was it, I think it pretty much killed somebody at it, the uh, it like scarred his face. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Because it caught him on fire. Right. Yeah. But, you um, know. So he didn't get arrested for that. He didn't go to prison for that. (laughs) The weird thing about it for me, guys, that I I don't feel like the audience or whomever's, you know, whoever's watching doesn't get the payoff is I wanted to see the Matador get destroyed, bro. That thing was like a devil in his ear the whole movie. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm going to rewire you. Don Juan Diego? Yeah. Voiced by the wonderful Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I was like, can he fall into a, uh, you know, a fire or something? Yeah, well, something we also didn't mention is uh, Gustafson being played by uh, Keegan-Michael Key. And yeah. this dude Banks was blown away by his by his talent. I was. I didn't know that he could sing. And it's like, you know, he was dancing and everything. And, I, and like, it, it really felt like one of those classic uh, soul vibes, if that makes any sense. Like, I kind of got the uh, the Apollo Creed entrance from rocky four mm-hmm. when he came out yeah. and like you know everybody was saying they're praising him yeah because that's you know, that came... song magic man g like his song yeah. 
Sweet. It yeah, went that all... joke, y'all went super hard, bro. Yo, like when he came, he came out. He had the top hat on. He turned around. Yeah, the cape. He, the, the cape. he looked like he looked like the Riddler. Like, he, yo, oh. yeah, he did. He did. He kind of had like a a Nutcracker dress uh-huh. vibe kind of deal going yeah. on. I can see that, man. But yeah, Key and Michael Key, like he killed it. Um. Like just like I know, like that was one of my grandma's favorite parts of the movie was just him, you know, dancing and singing and stuff like that. I wish that we would have had gotten more, uh, you know, uh, musical numbers from him because mm-hmm. it's like after I heard his voice the first time, I was just like, yeah, I want to hear it again. Yeah, you know? that was it. Uh, yeah, that's the only time we got it. But yeah, like I'll say that like this movie, it was so good that because um, I like I had heard stuff about it. It really didn't get a lot of publicity online. You know what I'm saying? Like the mm-hmm. only publicity it really got was word of mouth. If somebody like posted about it online or something like that, it wasn't like uh Trav, what's that Christmas movie that uh you had mentioned with the with um the Santa Claus in it? It's it's a sequel, it came out this year. Uh, oh, Christmas Russell. Chronicles too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Angela actually really likes the original. Uh, she said there's a second one. This, is the second one new? Uh, yeah, the second one came out this oh. year. I enjoy the second one a lot more than the first one, honestly. Interesting. Okay, okay. But um, see, back like, to what you were saying. I've I've seen commercials on TV for mm-hmm. uh, this movie. I've seen ads on Facebook. But, like, for Jingle Jangle, like, all I've seen is word of mouth. And, yeah, like, people, same here. People just talking about it. And I'm happy that, you know, I... I Listen to the word of mouth and I checked it out. But yeah, like my grandma, she loved the movie. Um, I remember because we watched it on Thanksgiving Day. And at the next day, she was just like, she wanted to watch the movie again. And then she was asking me all this stuff about uh, my PlayStation 4. And she was just like, that she wanted a PlayStation 4 so that way she could watch Netflix and stuff. And I was just like, Grandma, you don't even know how to use your cell phone. Like, no, what you going to the PS4? She needed, just get that fire stick. I mean, um, come on, man. Yeah, I know you're saying uh, about on the uh, advertisement for it. I know that I, I went through and, you know, looked to see what its ratings were. And, you know, it gets a, a lot of really good grades. So, yeah, it, it said, you know, it speaks volumes when your project can do that well across like the critics and whatnot. And it's not really getting advertised. So imagine if it were getting advertised. You know? Yeah. Well, again, and you know me, I'm not one to. Uh, play this sort of the field, but um, honestly, I think mm-hmm. that it has a lot to do with it being a black number. Uh, I yeah, know. I mean it's a black. I mean number. it sticks out like a, re- a, you know, like a sore thumb. So I don't know. And uh, you know, go ahead, Banks. No, no, go ahead, D. I'm sorry. No, you keep driving. I'm good. I'm gonna sit back in this chair. He, he bro. gonna sit back and raise his hand like this. Boom. Yeah, I'm gonna he raise my hand. You go. You're gonna ignore me. You're not gonna pay attention to the <laughs> to the thing. And then I'm gonna put my hand down. But yeah, no, so, I hate I hate to be that yeah. guy. But um, I think that plays a lot into it. Unfortunately, I I can I can definitely see that. Um, you know, I'll say that when it comes to Christmas movies that have um an African American cast, like most of the movies mm-hmm. that you get, like uh like this Christmas, like mm-hmm. it's always one of the type of movies where. It's a dysfunctional family. I was about to say, drama filled with a bunch of dysfunction. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Tyler Perry all over. And this exactly. does have dysfunction. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but this is a little. You know, this is a more a way more festive. Right. I yes. mean, his, his granddaughter looks straight like an elf, bro. I was like, yes, she yeah, an elf. 
Yeah. Sorry. So, and I mean, she does an amazing job too. You can tell uh, that the world they built, actor. the world mm-hmm. they built revolves around Christmas. Yeah. Like yeah. they're all about Christmas. This is what Kinda they like spend the all who's year doing. And Whoville. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah, I, I can feel that. So I don't know, man. Um, hopefully, I mean, it just keeps its numbers keep increasing. I guess leading up to Christmas, but it it's already done very well to not get you know a lot of advertisement or, or hype up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, man. Um, you know, something else that I wanted to point out was um, when Forrest Whitaker came on screen and like he was singing and whatnot. And I remember my grandma, she was like, I didn't know that he could sing. And I was just like, man, grandma, he was on Empire singing. Like that's that was the first time I had ever seen him sing. And I was just like, man, like I didn't know Forrest Whitaker had pipes like that. That's that You right. know, like he had that range and could, could do that. So you know, also too, like just having Forrest Whitaker in the movie. Like I, I love Forrest Whitaker. I don't know what it is, but I always feel like you know, while Forrest Whitaker, he he's an actor that everybody knows and love. It's like I, I always feel that he doesn't ever get put in like tap, top acting. Uh, yeah. Categories, conversations. That makes it, mm-hmm. Yeah. Conversations yeah. Is like he's you know, on you the same. It's Denzel like Washington. It's like Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's another one. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? but they can—they're really established. Yeah, and it is interesting that they don't. I mean, it's Forrest Whitaker, bro. He's got a song about him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then look at the movies that, like, shoot, he was in Black Panther, The Butler. You know, you got to do his like, dance, bro. Wasn't he in Panic Room? Yeah, he was in Panic Room. He was the—he uh, mm-hmm. was the guy that was trying to save the girl and like let him mm-hmm. go. Then he ends yep. up getting killed. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know, everybody always talks about the Forrest Whitaker eye, but I don't know. But it, it seems like you know, <laughs> over time, it's like that eye. No. He went to Wakanda. Yeah. He went yeah. to still the same, bro. <laughs> and, it's it's more important that he was able to overcome. So that shows, yeah. you know, mental, you know, mental courage, mental strength. And he never got Forrest the lazy Whitaker, eye fixed. No, nah. he, he could have. He didn't. It, did. It's still lazy as ever. No, no. <laughs> yeah. hey, did, y- did y'all know that he has a brother? Like they like they look just alike. Except does he have two functioning eyes? Oh my god. This I'm just guy. asking. <laughs> I'm all trying. I just asked, hey, Forrest Whitaker works hard, but that I don't. That's all I'm saying. Hey, like, why do you gotta do this, right? Okay. Hey. I mean you don't make no enemies in a pod. Hey, bro. Mer- Merry Christmas. Oh my god, man. But yeah, <laughs> um going back to Don Juan Diego. Um, when D was talking about like, you know, something just needed to happen to this, to this creation. It, it was amazing when Geronicus had got that, had got the tool in order to create him. Right. And, and, you know, like he was a live functioning toy. Like he had thoughts, he had a brain and he got upset because Geronicus was just like, yeah, like I'm going to mass produce you. So that way I can make like all of these kids happy. And like he's just like mass produced, like no, like I'm the original, like you're not gonna do anything to me and all this stuff. And then mm-hmm. he gets in uh, Gustafson's head, and it's just like for him to easily get in, in this teenager's head, like hey, you could do this, and <clears throat> it'll be this. And then like 30 years later, you see, I mean, like even before you know it, it jumped to you know the time jump, it's just like he treated Gustafson like he was an idiot. You know, he like remember he was just like he stinks. And it's just like, how how does a toy know like how a man smells? You know what I'm saying? He kept smacking him. Yeah, yeah smack. Smack. <laughs> I was, dude. He needed to be 
I don't like the way they kind of left that. Like, yeah, I agree. You didn't have a, a dominant real a real villain in the movie. I mean, I, yeah, he stole his plans, but they didn't, neither one of them were over the top. They were just kind of like shacking up almost. You know, yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, honestly, to me, I could do without the character altogether. I feel which like which one, the Matador? Yeah, Don Juan. I feel mm. like his character is kind of pointless. Like you could have, you could have had Gustafson turn on Jeronicus mm-hmm. without him mm-hmm. being obviously he's there for the turn. Yeah. I feel like you could have done that without you could have done that with jealousy and envy and feeling like yeah, well, he was he's not gonna there. help him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like his character was kind of pointless. That's yeah, I, that's that's what I'm kind of getting at too, is like he could have done all that stuff without the toy talent. Yeah. He was already there, right? He was already on the edge because he ignored him. Yeah. Uh it, it was interesting. Yeah. That was messed up when it's just like he was trying to ask them the question and Jeronica's was just like, well, I got mine. Let's go downstairs and eat dinner. And he was just like, Gustav, mm. <laughs> mm. he, he told him, he said, hey, clean up the room and then yeah. I'll be back up here. So, I mean, he did kind of treat him like trash. He did. He uh, did. Yeah, he did. He was just excited. I think he was, I think he, he was a victim of circumstance because I think he was just overly excited he Got had just pulled on. off yeah yeah he had literally just walked out of the room from pulling off making a, a puppet come to life and yeah. this yeah. guy's trying to bring him <laughs> hey can you fix this can you carry me and he was like yo you need to this is my moment so mm-hmm. i can see that yeah uh, hey just remember there ain't no magic without g you know what i'm saying that's all i gotta true. say to y'all it's true that's true um but yeah, I mean, like, you know, when Geronicus is an older man now and he's his heart is filled with hate, um, the relationship with his daughter, Jessica, um, it's dwindled because it's like she ended up losing her mom and Geronicus lost his wife. And, you know, she was supportive of him, you know, throughout the entire thing. It's like they kept on trying to motivate him to uh, continue making inventions. But it was just like he just lost that magic yep. and he lost his family. And it was crazy when journey comes along and it's like he's kind of treating journey like she's uh like an experiment or something like you know like he doesn't believe that it's his granddaughter and then like he makes her sign a contract so that way that she can even come to the house and she's not allowed to touch anything and then it's like you see the journey like her uh her her shining <laughs> away and like uh-huh. that's right <laughs> she's able to start doing stuff and I, you know, I, I love Journey throughout the entire thing and like, you know, her will to, you know, make her grandfather happy again by helping him in any type of way because she's heard all of these awesome stories of who her grandfather is. And, you know, pretty much she had the same ability as him. So she wanted to be just like him, but better. Uh, I, I do wonder um, if Jeronicus is still alive in the future when they show Felicia Rashad, you know, telling the story, then it gets to the end. Banks. And I don't think so, Banks. Come on. But but this but this is my thing. Just just hear me out. Just hear me out. <laughs> I mean, it's like, are you going with like a, a puppet master kind of thing? Like he no, makes just, himself into a giant puppet? I'm or just saying. Doll, like, I'm just saying. It's like how do how does she tell her grandkids this story? You know what I'm saying? And then okay. it's like remember, it's like she opens up the door and like they look at the factory down, which is like uh, uh, this huge Geronicus right. factory. It's just yeah, like, how did on, not know? how did they not know that it's like, you know, like this was the story of, 
you know, this was the story of their their great grandfather. Like, how did they know? Yeah, come on. Let me uh, let me stop you right there, Rondale. She's clearly like forty or fifty years older when she's telling them the story. There's no way he's there, bro. Unless he drank that stuff that brought the matador to life. There's no way. He could have put his, he could have put his brain inside of a toy, just well, like. Uh, as far as you saying, how do they not know the story about their great great grandfather at this point? There's plenty of kids. Like, do you think the kids of Heinz Ketchup know how Heinz got started? No, I'm sure. So no, there's no way they know that history. A lot of the times they're spoiled. So um, yeah, they probably just don't know the history of how it became what it became. But still, I'm just saying, it's like, like how, how did they not know that it was like their great great grandfather? I mean, even if even if they didn't know, it's like you know you had the factory there. Because then there would be no movie, bro. I don't know. It's like I I figured that she was Journey, you know, as the movie was going along. I was just like, yeah, she has to be like the older version of Journey, and she's telling this story. But it's it's just crazy because it's like. That her grandson, he didn't have any Christmas magic at all. And it's like the granddaughter, her shining started awakening. Because remember, she saw the uh, the flames dancing in the fireplace. And uh, her brother was just like, yeah, there's nothing there. <laughs> there's nothing there. I don't know what you're talking about. Let me just just hold up, Rondell. So I'm thinking <laughs> the, the bigger question is, are those kids with the little her her partner? What was his name? What was his name? Geronimo? The dude who invented electricity. Oh, Edison? Uh, Edison. His name's Edison. Yeah, Edison. Yeah, I mean, that was the more important thing that I was looking at at the end of the movie, but they just showed her by herself with the kids. Oh, yeah. I was like, do you Edison think? Edison smashed. Think so? Yeah, he bagged that up. All right, maybe. He, he, I said, mean, he said, journey? I, we going on a journey? <laughs> I could kind of see, like, uh, yeah. It might be something there, but it, I mean, like they're kids. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm I, you, you, you know when you're a kid and you watch a kids movie. But look, Corey you know, and Topanga were kids too. Yeah, yeah they, they sure were. Automatically <laughs> assume you automatically assume okay, like they're going to end up getting married, right? Yeah. You know? So that's just the way uh, it goes. I mean, who know? I mean, it could have happened. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, where was he at? Like, why? Why didn't we get more of Edison in the film? Like it's like he had his moments where well, he came in. He wanted to. He wanted to be an inventor too, just like well, Geronica. I was about to say, isn't he the reason why the Buddy Three Thousand flew? Uh huh. And I was yeah. about to say, don't let history repeat itself. They should have put him out. Just, just put him out, bro. Oh my God! Like the Buddy Three Thousand. That's how, that. This is how Skynet started. Right. Exactly. Now, what do y'all think about? That's my only other bone to pick. With the movie, like I love this movie, but I could have done yeah. without Don Juan and the Buddy Three Thousand being this toy, right? You see this thing? Come on, this thing weighs looked, like two hundred and fifty pounds. It looks like, bro. Uh, yeah, he looked like a tank, bro. Dude, I yeah. mean, come on, this is not the hot Wally toy 2. commodity, 0. in my opinion. Ah, uh, I, mean, well, I mean, it was a living android in a way. But it's it's not, like it. They didn't make it cute. I mean, no, bro. It's kind of deadly almost. It looks like it has a, a nuclear bomb in its chest. And it can make you float. Like I mean, I mean hey. Oh, it's a great movie. If there's any kids listening, I don't want you to turn the pod off. But, nah, but it's hey. true. 
are you telling me that uh that he was gonna he was gonna grab G and he was gonna be like everybody get away I'm gonna self destruct yeah and then after self and then when the bomb's been removed like he oh. he looks at Journey and says Journey just let it go I was about to say. <laughs> What, his head's going to roll over to Journey, and she's going to look down oh, at man. it, and he's going to say, Journey, let that, it go. Hey, Just let it go. I don't know go. about that boombox roller, bro. It might slide over there. That that chrome dome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think that they should have just had uh, Buddy 3000. They should have just had him, uh, you know, take Edison up to the moon, you know, <laughs> tell, him <why> they, <laughs> tell him why they can't extend his contract, and just, you know... Uh, be done with it. Let him go. Yep. Because Edison started. I mean, he. It was kind of weird the way they had the same thing repeat over twice in the movie to yeah. keep the conflict going. Right. Yeah. It was just like, dude, you just something. Don't something, you? Mm-hmm. Something I want to bring up though is how thirsty the post office lady is. Oh, your boy. Uh, Ooh, that uh, is thirst at the maximum. She was. And Jeronicus did not want her at all. He was just like, I don't have time yeah. for this. I want to do this. Bro, she Yo. took the mistletoe out. She said, how'd that get there? He said, I ain't got yeah. time for this. Come on. I ain't got time yeah. for this. Uh-huh. It is just, yeah. it was weird because it doesn't pay off. The movie's two two hours and two minutes long. And you don't get that payoff where he caves in to right, like yeah, yeah. an hour 40 minutes yeah. in. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Good Lord. She was thirsty though, Trap. Great call. Yes. Yeah, Great observation. Because she was he needed to take her dad to the rivers. That girl She wanted it that. now, bro. Okay, but this is this is my thing that I thought was funny, right? It's <clears> like whenever, you know, there was a musical number in the film, like especially like when Geronicus was was younger, like, you know, mm-hmm. he had all of these people dancing and singing inside of his shop for the song today. But then it's like when he's a grumpy old man. And she came into the shop and then she started, you know, singing about like how she wants she I like you and I want you. <laughs> you had these three guys that came in there and started singing. Oh, yeah. And remember, he was just like uh, back, background dancers. Like It's just like, dude, it's like I always felt like when he said when, he, when these guys came and he always said that they were background singers and dancers. I was just like, why is this man breaking the fourth wall? Like, this is like we know this. It's like you're in a town where everybody's singing and dancing. How are you only saying something to, uh, you know, these three men? And but they killed it every time. I yeah. I also I also believe that those guys are. Um, I don't know if you guys listen to the Breakfast Club, but when Charlemagne does Donkey of the Day, I uh-huh. think those are the guys that sing the "You Are the Donkey of the Day" song like that. Right. They sing the song. Yeah, those guys. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, so uh, that's that's good on them. I mean, shoot, I, like they really did a a good job, you know, always showing up, being like, uh, what were the girls from Hercules that were yeah, always? Yeah, I can't remember their names. Me either, dude. That's a stretch. Yeah, I mean, but like, but that's what they reminded me of. It's just <laughs> yeah, I could totally see it. I could totally it, see it. Or it, the girls from uh from uh Beauty and the Beast, the three that were like oh, thirsty yeah, for uh-huh. Gascon. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm gonna ask you guys uh real quick. Uh giving it a rating out of ten, Trav, what would you you go first? Uh you know, ten being the best, one being the worst. Where do you put this one? Nine holiday wise. Nine oh, out of yeah, ten. Nice, nice. Oh, I loved every single song. 
Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys noticed, but um, at the end credits when they were doing This Day Again, that's actually yep. uh, sang by uh, Usher. Sure. Yeah, and that was and, actually um, my favorite song from the movie. His rendition of it, yeah. I thought, I mean, he's still as clean as he ever was. Um, Banks? I give it a 10 out of 10. Like, I really enjoyed the movie from beginning to the end. I enjoyed all of the music. I enjoyed all of the characters. I thought everybody did a really good job. And it made my grandmother happy. She enjoyed it. She wanted to watch it twice. It's definitely going to be a film that I play every holiday now. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and I really do hope that it gets a sequel. Because it's like, I, I feel like that there is a lot more room for, you know, other stuff. Like, I would like to see Journey as a young adult, you know? And, like, see the stuff that she had mm -hmm. to go through as an adult. Like, you know, give us a new villain. Like, somebody that's trying to take her family's uh, factory down and all this other stuff. And then maybe we can see Edison and see him. And like, we find out like how her and Edison fall in love, you know? So I'd be down for all of that. If it is Edison, because we don't know, it might not be Edison. It might be. He might be friend zoned. He might be friend zoned. Hey, more importantly, I wonder if he's going to get them two front teeth for curse. All the one for curses. I'm so glad that you made the joke and not me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I already <laughs> have the force. I already have the force uh, Whitaker lazy eye. You know what I mean? I can't. I can't hit the kid too now, bro. I mean, but it's he was rough, bro. I don't know how they went through the <laughs> the cast. I don't know how they went through the cast and selection, but was he that much better than everybody else? It's a child, man. I like, get wrong? that. Oh. Thanks. It's it always good, good to want to improve. It's, it's, <laughs> what? Oh, um, yeah, you can look up. Thanks. Don't look down. Don't look down on us. Yeah, Google Google his name and see what pops up. That's all we're saying. Google his name and see what pops up. It's not. It's not just. It's not just D talking about it. That's all. That's all we're saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He. Oh man. <laughs> Back. I so uh right. I like for real. It's like you guys are sitting here being mean to a kid. No, man, we just we just we just messing around. Oh, we, we just we just we just <laughs> like so, it's like do you oh, think oh god <laughs> look just take it easy, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like I'm sure he was about to make a uh, ask a question about the kid's teeth. But you know what though? He's trying to call you out on you know being mean to this kid. But off camera, what does Banks do to these kids, bro? <laughs> Beating them up, choke slamming yeah. them, putting them in headlocks, uh, not letting them yeah. breathe. I seen this That's man put a poor kid, my poor nephew, in like a full Nelson right there in my living room, bro. Kid crying. Jeez. Kid crying. Jeez. Snot everywhere. He put, him in a, he put him in a torture rack until he went out, bro, did he? Yeah, yeah. Took this kid out, it. man, and then and, and then let the Don't kid do the stunner on him to make up for it. Oh. Like that just solved all the problems. Thanks. Yeah, he was crying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, remember our friend Trish? Remember our friend Trish? And, oh my uh, God! Yes, I remember her, this. Her, her son came over. She brought her kids over, and like Dave was was uh, I think Dave had locked in the crippler crossface. Yeah, and I in the ankle lock. Yeah, like this dude. Holla, and like the crazy thing is, like we weren't applying pressure. No, nah, no, nah, it was he was more crying because it was like they were they actually weren't hurting him. But did what's yeah, it just, called? 
Yeah, they had him in the Chris Benoit current angle tag team cross face ankle lock at the same time. He, ah, ah, just yelling, bro. Trish is just, Trish is just like you hurt my kid. You got to go through me. It's like she became Batman. It's yeah, just that's like, right. like, like we didn't even do it. Oh like, lord, I do, wor- I do worse stuff to y'all's kids than it's like than that, and it's like they don't cry. Why are you bragging about that? This, see, I mean, that's what I'm saying. This guy's a monster. <laughs> yeah, he started laughing <laughs> when we started calling it out, dude. As, like yeah, as soon as I brought it up, he, he just he hit him with the laugh, bro. Hit him with the evil laugh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, we saw I here first. You guys, <laughs> Michael. But, but yeah, I. So D, what what are you rating it? Uh, um, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. I think that uh, the musical numbers were good, but uh, uh, you know, your boy, he, um, I think that him alone was just a little disjointed. Edison, I thought mm-hmm. that he could have been, I mean, just like line delivery and stuff like right. that, like mechanics. It could have been a little better. Like some of his stuff just falls flat. I feel like it's kind of forced. I know he's a child actor, Banks, but don't. Like, I'm just talking in general. I would say that about anybody if it felt like their lines were forced. That's right. But other than that, man, everybody else kills it. Um, the music's wonderful. It was a good holiday movie, it's man. It's a great I like holiday it. movie, yeah. Yeah, it's a good addition, man. I so. think it's the first holiday movie in, a, in many, many years that I feel like has now become a staple in what I watch every year. Because I can't think of anything in my kid's life that's come out that I'm like, we got to exactly. watch this every year. Exactly. Yeah. Most of that stuff's from when we grew up, bro. Right. So. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, yeah. like I said before, too, it's not like it's not one of those, oh, family reunions. These people are finding reasons why it's fun to be together again and all that. Like, you know, that typical kind of stuff we get nowadays. Um, this is like an actual holiday movie. Yes, I agree. Like very festive. Definitely better uh, than uh, definitely better than a Christmas uh story. Not a Christmas story, uh Christmas vacation. Definitely better than Christmas Vacation. Let's guy. take it Come easy. On, he's, just, he's taking, he's he taking jabs do something. Now. He's taking hey, jabs. I, I, I talked about the kids. Why do you boo me? You know I'm telling the truth. Hey, why are you approaching on, me? bro. Why are you approaching me? Come on. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Trav. Wrong with him. You making JoJo references? You know, speaking of JoJo references, I didn't see any in this movie. So, um, that's, you why, know, I was, that's why we gave it an 8 and 9 out of 10. And you gave it a 10 out of 10. There's no references. Bravo. I don't know. I mean, when you think about it, it it's like probably the uh, kids' teeth. Oh god. Oh, for Christmas is I why are y'all doing this to this man? Why? It's a boy. Uh, Tough love, bro. I, I I basically issued a challenge to this kid <laughs> to show up ten years from now and show me what you got. Oh, like, oh Lord. So do you guys think that the Buddy 3000 was a reference to I Love You 3000? No. No. (laughs) If anything, Buddy 3000 is closer to, being that this is a predominantly African-American film, it's closer to being Andre 3000 reference than it is. Come on, Banks. That was a reference. Stop. Just just go watch that movie, all right? That's what we all do. It's Marvel, I'm pretty bro. Sure they got enough going on. I'm pretty sure if I watch the movie for a third time, I could find JoJo references in it because, like I always say, there are JoJo references in everything. There are. Yeah. 
Well, you do that. You get back to us. I will. Okay. That's what the people down at the Looney Bin say, too. There's a JoJo <laughs> yeah. reference. They locked me up because I said there was a JoJo reference. I, I feel like it. I mean, when you think about it, it's like this this movie would take place in the time of part one, part two, when it's like before the stands this and movie, stuff like that. This movie is like Star Wars, bro. It takes place in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. This JoJo. ain't our Earth. <laughs> this ain't our Earth. Yeah. Come on, JoJo. No, real we talk. gave this guy an episode, and he's still giving us the JoJo stuff. Yo, real talk, though. Like, I would love to live in this world where they have these inventions where it's like <clears throat> it's of your wildest dreams and imagination. Like, you got robots, you got toys that can talk to you. It's like, think about it. It's like you can tell your toy like to clean up your room for you or read you a bedtime story. It's like when we were kids. We would have killed to have had something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like to have a toy that you could actually talk to, mm-hmm. be friends mm-hmm. with. Uh, you know, if you're, if you know, if you don't have any siblings, or even if you don't, it's hard for you to make friends. It's like you could go outside and play <laughs> with your three thousand, and your buddy three thousand can take you wherever you want to go because the buddy three thousand could fly. Yeah, like it had Peter Pan vibes too. Yeah, like at the end of the movie where. Um, they were all floating out of the window to the factory. Do you think that's why Disney's doing the Peter Pan and Wendy show? Because of Jingle Jangle? Because of Jingle Jangle? Mm. Probably. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I bet you the Peter Pan and Wendy show is going to get more uh, advertisement. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's Disney. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't stop Disney at this point, bro. I don't know what everybody else is going to do, but Disney's about to roll, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. So you guys ready to go ahead and wrap this thing up? Yeah, I ain't got no more talking. I ain't got yeah, no man, I'm all talked out. So thank oh, you, everybody, for listening to the brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Thanks, where we talked about Jingle Jangle. And before we let you guys go, tell everybody in the social media land where they can find you at, Trav. You can find your boy on Instagram at ZK Audio, or you can hit me up on that PSN at T R A V I O S Z K D. That's gonna be Rubble D23 on Instagram. Also, Banks, uh, I did find out that's my uh, Discord is the double 23. Okay, so, yeah, because yeah, this is actually. I had to tell your boy because it's like he would be like your boy. He would be like he'd be like my Instagram is rebellious d twenty three twenty three. I'm just like no, it's not. But it's not. <laughs> not like, a single twenty three. Who you who you trying to hide from, D? Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, Michael. Anyway, where can they find you, Banks? <laughs> You can find me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, at KingBenji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on Facebook by typing in Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person that pops up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. And make sure that you follow all of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. And if you would like to donate to our Patreon, just hit up Leveling Up Banks. And uh, we appreciate whatever donations that you want to give to us. Right. Yep. And with that being said... Christmas is almost here. We hope that everybody stays safe and that, uh, you know, Christmas uh, is jolly and filled with milk and cookies this year. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. You know, it's coming up. Get ready. Get that eggnog. Reload. Reload.